0: Uh,
1: Welcome back to the Kale Market Podcast. Uh, Exciting news to share with everyone. Uh, Today, we're introducing a new show on the Kale Market Podcast. Uh, DJ is with me. Uh, I'll bring him on in just a moment, but DJ is a part of the Kale Market Podcast team. Uh, Just like you, he started out as a fan of the show, uh, and now he's joined. Um, And one of the things, he brought this idea to me that he had so many questions when he was listening to my podcast that he uh, thought it would be a great idea to uh, come online and ask me some of these questions so that we could answer them on the podcast for you guys. So um, this show is what that's all about. DJ is going to be asking some fan questions. Uh, You can submit your fan questions if you just go to killmarkpodcast.com slash questions and you can enter any question you have there. Or if you follow me on Instagram, uh, I put out a weekly question that you can follow me there. So um so questions that listeners like you have like dj all you folks out there around mindset entrepreneurship adventure comedy fitness journaling habits or personal development in general uh you can submit them there uh and without further ado uh this is dj and this is our show what's up dj hey kill what's up hey not a whole lot man uh let's jump right in what's our topic today
0: um today i was thinking of talking about um I had a lot of questions about entrepreneurship that, was, that were buzzing around in my head. And I know you've been an entrepreneur a few times in your life and you currently are. And I just wanna have your sense of um, what it is and what, it, what is your definition of being an entrepreneur? Because a lot of people think that it's um, got to be like this hotshot, like kind of Gary Vee kind of character. But I just want your take on what it means to be an entrepreneur or even a successful entrepreneur.
1: Uh, okay, great. Yeah, I'll, I'll tackle that. So the last word that you used there was successful. And I think first and foremost, you have to uh, know who you are. And you have to, uh, as, as a person, and you have to know what the definition of success is to you, uh, before you can even go after that definition of success. Because entrepreneurship um, is, is a sort of lifestyle to me. So to me, entrepreneurship is a lifestyle. It's a, it's a calling to who you are just like an artist, it is a form of art. So entrepreneurship is a form of art that is revolving around uh, commerce, e-commerce, or business, or sales, or transactions. But essentially, it's how you, the person, the entrepreneur, goes about living your life and adding value to other people's lives and asking for money in exchange. Right. So it's pretty simple along that. Nothing too crazy with the definition there. But when you are being an entrepreneur and uh, moving towards success, okay, um, you have to know first what that target is. Just like um, when, uh, let's see, so when you are going on vacation, you have to choose the location first, and then you have to make the plans to get there, and you have to actually then take the action to get there. And that's the same thing about entrepreneurship. You have to define your success, and then you have to make the plans and the route to get there, and then you actually have to take action to get there along the way. So you have to make those steps, actionable and then you have to actually take action. Um, So for me, just personally, success uh, is I I take into consideration my family. I take into consideration my lifestyle, whether that's uh, fitness, uh, traveling. And so I look for things that feed into that. The other thing about entrepreneurship that I think gets overlooked is it's really exciting. It's never been easier um, to start a business than right now. The internet is free. uh, Customers are free. It used to take even not so long ago, it used to take a lot of money, a lot of capital, to find a location, build out the location, and then come up with your services and then market your services. And people had to kind of walk by. Uh, now it's so easy to get started, but you see so many people getting started because of it's so easy that they don't have this last thing that I'm going to talk about: is they don't have the grit and the mental fortitude to keep persevering through uh, trials and tribulations. So they. That would be one of the things when you're looking at success, it's consistency, it's persistence uh, over time that makes any entrepreneur towards any sort of success actually successful.
0: All right. Thanks for that. Um, Well, you mentioned something super interesting. You said that it's never been easier to start your own business nowadays. And the question is... um, Technically, it's never been easier, but the primal fear, let's say, of starting a, your own business hasn't really changed much over the years. I mean, everyone's got some doubts about, you know, am I ready for this? Can I support myself doing this? Uh, even if it's a side hustle, like do I want to continue doing this and let it take up my time? And my question is, how do you, how do you challenge that fear of just going out there and starting your own thing, uh, internet or no internet? We know it's still tough. So what are your tips and tricks for that?
1: tips and tricks uh, you do bring up a good um, so when it's never been easier and like you said just to clarify is it's never been easy to actually just go online and start a business and ask people for money and say hey I'm in XYB uh, XYZ business I'm selling a t-shirt you don't even have to print the t-shirts you don't even have to find manufacturing, you can do all ship on demand like uh, print on demand uh, it's that simple um, to start a business. And so the entry point is very easy, but what you're talking about and what you're talking about is how do you get over the fear of starting a business? Um, the primal fear is actually what you said, you know, the fear of what that I, what I think that is, is that's less about entrepreneurship. And I think that's more about, uh, the person and the individual and really caring too much about what other people are thinking. And one way that I kind of battle with that and, and, um, I'm, I'm a little bit different than, than most people that probably is I'm high, high risk adverse. <laughs> I'd rather put myself out there than not. That's just the way of life for me. I'd rather take the risk. I'd rather take the chances. But for those of those people, um, who are a little more, uh, what you said is just scared, I guess, or have that fear around starting a business. One of the things that, uh, I would say to work through that is to just start with small wins. Right? So, start something and, and, and actually i'm gonna i'm gonna backtrack just a little bit what are you doing already in your day how do you spend your free time those would be some questions that i would start to ask somebody who's afraid right do you spend time um building dartboards or you know building some sort of furniture do you spend time building something or do you spend your time um playing uh coaching teaching involving yourself in nonprofits what do you do when you're not with your family? What do you do when you're not at your quote unquote job? What do you do outside with your free time? And how might you turn that into a business? And what i found is that when you do that, you scratch your own itch, it starts to alleviate those fears because it's already something that you're doing. And you don't actually have to turn into this some monster of a business and put yourself out there. Uh, But the biggest thing people do Um, I think is two things. One, they're afraid to put their their idea out there because their idea is intimate. What I've learned through entrepreneurship and being a parent is that they're pretty similar. Having a business is like having another child. Um, And so it's, it's, it's a very intimate thing. Uh, And it's a part of you. It's just, like I said earlier, it's like an artist and putting your art out there. There's tons of artists out there that never put their art out there. And it's because they're afraid of what others might think of that. And I think you have to, you have to shift your mindset of what will people think of that in a negative aspect to how might this add value to somebody's life? So when I look at entrepreneurship, it's very easy for me. I battle with these things all the time. What is, the, what is this person going to think about my, my social posts? Or what's this person going to think about my podcast? Are they going to like this? Are they going to use that? Instead of looking at what if this helps shape one person's life? And we're on this podcast together because of entrepreneurship. You're thousands of miles away, right? You live a thousand miles away. I never would have met you. But if I only focused on those fears, I would have never met you. And I think once we get out of that realm and we get into the realm of saying, hey, I need to do, I need to do this. This is who I am first and foremost. And what if this helps the one person, right? Instead of the one person who may think it's stupid or silly, which is usually the people closest to you. That's what I've learned. It's the people closest to you. (laughs) they don't like your ideas, they want your safety, they want your security, they don't think it's a great idea. But what about the people that, you know, an idea, like even a coffee shop, a coffee shop, a place people go to, they read the newspaper, they interact with a new stranger, they go to get their work done. Like, what if that, that person never opened a coffee shop, because it was just a stupid idea, because you can't make 10, you know, $2 million a year doing a coffee shop, which is total bullshit. Look at Starbucks, right? But what if those people didn't have those ideas? And so to me, the other thing, the second aspect of that is like, I can't not do it. I, I, I can't, in my head, like, what's the alternative? If I never start my business, if I never be who I am, what's the alternative? It's being someone I'm not. It's, it's not living my dreams. It's working for someone else and building someone else's vision. And so what I had to do in my own mind, especially after failing um, the last couple of years on entrepreneurship, I started across the gym. I built the CrossFit gym, I sold the CrossFit gym, and I kind of failed and I got in this rut, I had to decide that it's more worth it to me to try and fail than to not try at all. And so once you get through that, that's a reminder to keep going. So, um, yeah, I love that question, especially around the mindset. I could probably talk for hours on that. So uh, was there anything specific that I I touched on there that
0: um, really resonated? There's something which I want to – uh, build up on a bit you like you said it uh, during that answer is that you know you've had you had this attitude where you got to go out there and then you realize that you'd rather be building your own uh, dreams than someone else's right and I'm just trying to like the way I hear it is that you have this particular attitude to life and you have this particular skill set and some people might like the idea of entrepreneurship but they don't necessarily have that okay let me go out there and do it kind of attitude or they you know they they you know they just don't have the skill set necessary like i'm coming from the point of view that there are some people like that and i'm just wondering if uh, what are your thoughts on maybe when it's time to maybe call the quits on your project and how do you handle pulling quits sometimes like you know you can't always see through through completion when do you know it's time to say hey Maybe I'm not cut out for this. You know, you said your family likes safety and all that, and I think a lot of people are looking for that safety. So, what's your opinion on when you should just pull the plug on something you're trying to do and should yeah, and, do it?
1: And there's a few questions in there. And l- listen, I'm not naive to the fact that I mean, we're talking specifically to the type of person who uh, has this entrepreneur itch. But there are all types of people, like uh, especially because one of the things that you mentioned was building on someone else's vision. If that vision is in alignment with what you would want to build anyway, and you want to jump on that, but and you're not really like the leader or the forefront type of person or the visionary type of person, anyways, then by all means, companies need other people. You know, we're on the same team together. You know, so I don't think everyone has to start their own business. We would have seven billion businesses. It would be chaos, complete chaos. And so I think, um, just to clarify, building someone else's vision, if it's more of finding someone's vision who you align with and working with them other than just going to a job. And again, we're talking about a specific type of entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial or artist-minded spirit person. Um, the other thing that uh, I wanted to talk about, I think people need to realize that they're always entrepreneurs. Even if you're an employee somewhere, you're still an entrepreneur. You are still, like, especially through these times right now, it's so important to realize that you have to take ownership of not only your your business or your career, you know, as a provider for your family or for yourself, you have to take ownership of that. But you have to take ownership for your life, and that's probably a whole another podcast. The other thing is, how do you how do you how do you know when to throw in the towel? Uh, I think this is a very personal question, uh, meaning that I think it's per individual. Um, like I said earlier, you have to have persistence through the hard things. But at any point in time, you feel as if as a person. That your heart's not in it, and you spend you know a week at minimum in that position. That's just me. Like a week is probably enough. If it feels like you're not being able to give 100, percent, you're not able to give your effort into it. You have no passion, no desire to do it. Um, then maybe it's time to take a week week off. Maybe you're drained. I know that I hit. Um, and there, there's multiple facets to this question, really. How to know when to throw in the towel, and how to throw in. That's the other question. Um, but it's very, very personal. Uh, if your heart's not in it and you just really can't do it anymore, maybe look to sell it. Uh, maybe look how you can transition your business uh, into something else or transition yourself out and keep the business around. So, for example, here, uh, the CrossFit gym I had, I needed to get out. My passion for it was gone. I was completely burnt out. I was going through my divorce. I needed to throw in the towel. So, I sold it. The reason I sold it, and I sold it for a loss, really was because of the community that I was I was building and the service it was actually providing was bigger than me. And so just shutting it down, I felt like would have taken all that away, not only from what I built, quote unquote, but from the people who were actually, like I mentioned earlier, who were actually receiving benefit from the service and the products that we provided to them. So I made it a part of my effort as an exit strategy to make sure that that place existed for me and so when you're throwing it in the towel, it's a really personal thing. I would say don't, I would say look for take that as an as as take that as a possible solution and throw it out the window and look at how you can morph or shift or change, whether that's selling um, or something like that. Uh, and then there's also the the what is it, the definition of insanity where people do the same thing expecting a different results. If your business is failing, you're losing money month after month. Uh, and now some people have money where they can do it because spouse works or trust fund or whatever that is Uh, but when Mm -hmm. you're talking about the general population and and throwing in the towel it's still about adaptability and sometimes adaptability is removing yourself sometimes it's shutting down the doors or sometimes it's just pivoting into a new position but I would say be persistent first before you ever do that and persistent longer than you probably should um, in your head or you think that you should so yeah, man. I think those are some great questions about entrepreneurship. That was a lot of fun. Um, anything else said before we kind of wrap up this short show today. I know we we were just doing our first run. I know all the people who are listening to this are going to have to, you know, take it easy on us.
0: Uh no, I think that the I think that covers the basics of the questions I had except maybe, you know, one last one, which I think everyone's asking themselves is um you mentioned passion, right? You mentioned passion. You mentioned you got to get out there and do it and you got to keep hustling for it. And a lot of other people say that, you know, I'm going to quote uh, a guy like Gary Vee or any, any book you pick up on entrepreneurship, it's always like, you got to be out there working hard and harder and harder and harder to get to your goal. Question is, um, based on your experience, do you think that there is such a thing as a work-life balance when it comes to this, when you're starting your business, at least, no, I'm not talking down the run when it's nice and established, but when you're starting it off, is it realistic to expect to have a work life balance or do you really have to put all your effort into creating this venture that you're trying to do? This is a question
1: that I'm still learning on myself, man. I think it's a great question. And like I mentioned at the very beginning is sometimes it's who you are as an entrepreneur. It's just who you are. Um, and I also mentioned that I, I, I burn out. Um, it's important to find things. I don't think you have to be on all the time. And again, I'm going to say this is, this is down to the individual <laughs> because I have two kids, whereas somebody else who, and I'm in a relationship, if someone else isn't in a relationship, they're a single a guy or a single girl. Um, and they just love it. And they want to put all their time and energy into it. Then by all means, I think go for it. Um, you know, When you're talking about being passionate and you're talking about um how much time you spend i I hear this all the time i'm kind of thinking about this is like people talk about how hard they work and i do think a lot of people work really really hard but a lot of people still go out to dinner they still cut their nails get their hair cut wash the you know take showers so there are things that they they still watch movies they still read the news they still get on social media they're still doing these things that we think that they're working 24 7. so i think one of the things that I wanna to touch here is that workaholism. So if you're the, the workaholic type, right? Um, like I was myself, you're working pretty much 24 seven. It's never off your brain. It's always on your brain. Even when you're at dinner with your kids, like it was always on, like you have to find space. And what I've learned over time is when you go into other domains and you have other hobbies, you actually increase your, um, your abilities back inside the domain of your business. What I mean by that is by going out and doing, for me personally, I'll give an example. For me, I never would have taken time to do improv comedy because I didn't have time, quote unquote, because I had to be focusing on my business. I had to be in my business, I had to be in my business. I didn't have time for hobbies to play basketball or go improv comedy. What I've learned over the time, DJ, is that by actually going outside of my business and doing these things, it gave me skills and ideas and space for me. So when I went back, to my business, I had new ideas, I had new methodologies that I could apply and actually be more productive um, and more energized back into my, my thing. So I, I think if you're energized by working all the time and you're you're energized by doing uh, the thing, the thing, the entrepreneurship and having that passion, by all means do it. The other type of person that we're talking about is are they working enough? Like some people don't work enough. Like entrepreneurship is like I said like parenting. When a diaper is dirty, <laughs> you change it, and so entrepreneurship is no different. You're like, oh, I'm off the clock. I can't, I can't change this dirty diaper. Dirty diaper being, there's a water leak at your facility, or the the website is down. Like entrepreneurship means that you are, in a sense, on 24 seven when need be. You're the fire department. You have to put out the fires. You have to be there for that. And if you're not willing to do that, then you definitely need to at the beginning or right away start shaping your business so that it takes care of those things without you being there. But it's still going to come back to you, just like parenthood. Uh, And I've learned as much from parenthood as I have from entrepreneurship and vice versa and how much they're relatable. So um, I think uh, I think I'm answering your question here. But when it comes to uh, work-life balance, I don't think there's a balance. I think you're just on, and I think Bezos talked about it in an interview. Someone asked him like, what's work-life balance? It's like, it's more about harmony, right? You've gotta have a harmonious relationship between your work and your life. And, and I would challenge people who share the mindset with me is I would challenge people to, to think about how, how doing things outside of their business actually benefits their business. So for me, um, some separation, what is it? Distance makes the heart grow fonder. I think kind of applies to entrepreneurship. The more you kind of get away from it and you educate yourself with a book, you get a workout in, you get a massage, you take care of yourself, you're adding adding value into yourself and then using that value internally to create value for others through entrepreneurship is probably the biggest thing that you can do as an entrepreneur. And starting to shape your mind differently. Uh, Last thing I want to say is like, it's not just, it's not just, doing the thing right it's not i think what is it um, abraham lincoln says he would spend x amount like 90 percent of his time sharpening his axe before he uses his axe people need to take the, like but people see entrepreneurship and work as just swinging the axe they don't see work as sharpening the axe i know i've been extremely guilty and so what i'm saying is spend more time as an entrepreneur and look at it as actual work as sharpening your axe meaning learning uh growing New experiences getting outside of your work. And then when you swing that axe, it's sharp and it's on point, and you know you have control over it. So that would be my, uh, for passion and putting work in, that would be my response there, buddy.
0: Okay. Awesome. That covers
1: it. Did we have a successful episode? <laughs> Let's find out.